Alrighty, well welcome. So this is an introductory webinar and uh, we're just going to talk about anything that is to do with basically what is the day trader college, what is uh, the Wall Street Genius, some of our philosophy and uh, what it takes to actually be successful. And the basics are that uh, this system, although Wall Street Genius covers long-term buy and hold strategies and swing trading, which means that you're holding an option or a stock for just a few days or a few weeks in order to uh, make good money. The best rate of return is in day trading. It's not just because it's leveraged, it's because options have a higher rate of return than holding a stock does. It's pretty rare for a stock to exceed the rate of return an option can just because of the amount of money needed to hold and control an option. So it only takes relatively some percentage like 5% or something like that of the stock's price to hold an option on it which means that if the stock goes up a dollar you would probably get 50 cents of that game and the real advantage of options is that if it goes down a dollar you can still get money on that so um, it's different than stocks people can short stocks but there's rules about that and it feels a little scary and uncomfortable whereas with options it's actually the same whether you're buying the option that takes you up in value when the stock goes up or the increasing value when the stock goes down. It's the same thing. You're just buying one type or another type and there, there's only two so it's pretty easy. So uh, what the day trader is about is, is about making maximum amount of profit in a short period of time. The intent is and the design is that it's not meant to be uh, frantic nail-biting experience. Most day traders live in that kind of world and it makes them nervous wrecks. And we, when we started out with this thing some years ago, we didn't want to do that at all. And uh, that's not the kind of life I want to live. I want to be able to look at a situation, see that it's good. If it turns out that it's not good after a short period of time, get out without much of a, a loss, just a small one and then get into something that is a, a good gainer uh, either for half an hour, an hour or whatever it looks like and there's really great exit signals on here so that you're not stuck with something. There is still training involved and it may take six months or a year. Some people are being successful in as short as four months but typically it'll take about a year to get good at it and one of the key items that I read a lot of these books lately on day trading now that the system's built I just want to see if we missed anything and uh, they all pretty much say even from 1910 1910 that um, the um, the key items that you need is, is your attitude but also that you need the uh, trading practice and prior to this replay program the only way to practice was with uh, the market when it was open. There was no, other than looking at a few paper charts or something like that, there was no way to say, okay, good, I want to get better at this thing. So, um, what you had to do is just muddle along and sometimes get real money in some kind of account, or you could get a virtual account, but ultimately there was just no other choice than uh, being there when the market's open. So, what you can do now is you can trade at any hour of the day, practice trade, and you get good at it. And then after you get good at it, then you can look at uh, risking things. And uh, that's a much safer way to go. It's much uh, more relaxed. It's just all around. You can't go wrong um, because you're proving to yourself that you're ready. And then you scale into dealing with the little flutters and the, the minor things that you need to know. So it's a graduated learning process and uh, so the fact that you've got no training is sometimes actually an advantage. Uh, there's some people I've worked with where the training gets in the way because they have this firm belief that's not actually founded in fact but founded in things they've heard and uh, you know so and so and they're not tested truths. So here with the replay you can test things so whether it's our strategy or yours you can prove it works before you risk real money in the market and you can test it and test it and test it so that you're comfortable that yeah you know what I'm pretty good at this so I know what to do when I see uh, this thing or that thing 
So what we're going to do, uh, and I, I was talking to somebody that was new to day trading actually today. They attended our uh, one-day training class, and which is being put on video, so you don't actually have to fly out here. Um, it may take a little while before it's all on video, but the point is that they looked at the charts at first and they thought, whoa, <laughs> I can't do this. And after they uh, were there for just a few hours, they realized that they could actually do this stuff. Now what I've done is I've just moved the uh, the uh, market forward. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to, which stock we're looking at, I'm just trying to show you that this is how things go. It doesn't go this fast. Uh, we're I'm moving the chart much faster than it really does. This would have taken what I just moved forward. It would have taken 15 minutes. So it does actually move a lot slower. And that's one of the many advantages of the replay is you can get good at this thing at high speed. You're going to want to start out at slow, but what you can get good at at high speed, and then your skills go up. Because when you now face the real market, you, you're already good at a very high speed, then you're comfortable, you're more relaxed, you can see the move coming. It's like playing baseball where the pitcher is throwing the ball at one-tenth the speed. It's like, da -da 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 -da. can I swing at this now? <laughs> and it really does get that way when you get experienced. So uh, for uh, Scott, who's on board, and Melissa and Don, there's a couple of new features I've been working on because although we've got people with success and they are uh, getting good at it, and I've actually heard some good reports today for some people that are having uh, a high batting average, like 14 out of 16 successful trades, and they're getting close to putting, you know, real money on the table because they've got their success patterns down and it's taken them a long time to get there long from one perspective meaning nine months but from another perspective they've done it in way shorter times than uh, most people most people are not successful in the markets and that's unfortunate and that's the reality of it and so then it's like well who are we to you know promote something well number one you get to practice you can't really do that anywhere else so you get to find out for very low cost whether you're good at this and we'll give you all the coaching that we can and videos and webinars like training webinars and you know much more but you get to find out without having paid somebody you know five thousand dollars for some weekend training materials and you know it's like well okay great now what well that you actually get to play around and, and use different stocks. I'm just moving through charts right now just to get an idea. They don't look the same and there's things we're going to teach you so that you get good at spotting what a good one is. So you get a lot of support. It's very low risk. You get to practice at all hours of the day as much as you want so you can accelerate your training or take your time at, for a very low cost. So that's part of the thing. The other part is there's the psychology aspects which the masters from way back even as again like from 1910 uh, there are books starting to show up around that time because the markets, stock markets from 1850s roughly and uh, there's you know there was opinions that were being thrown around and observations made by people that there was a certain patterns that they could spot and they started discussing that way back when well some of the best teachers are from that era of you know 50 years and before not because they're telling you what stock to pick but they're telling you about the subtle psychology the feel of the market so the technical is a lot easier to learn if you've got a good system that you can practice and test and see the repeatability of it and it's also good if you get the psychology side and that's the side that most people fail and that's because they just don't get enough practice it's that simple there's a rare few that you know they decide well this isn't for me for whatever reason but if they have the good uh, psychological training on how to look at the market uh, how you should feel about it and getting an idea of why charts move up and down and what that means and what to do in that sense we give you if-then rules so if the market's doing this then you want to do that so you should never encounter large losses and that most often is by bad systems or bad
training on the psychological meaning if you're if it's losing your money why are you in it and if you've got good technical that tells you to get out then you should have gotten out so like on this one chart here that we've got up CRM you can see that it's gone up and up and up that dark green background that was telling you to get in on the upside sometimes we call that the green side so you're making money that the stock is moving up if you saw a red background that would mean that it's telling us that it looks good for making money on the way going down and I'll show you a lot of charts like that and there's this horizontal line here on the main screen I'm just gonna make this larger so that it's a little more obvious this line here I'm just gonna click on it so you can see it here you'll my mouse tracks along on your screen you'll be able to see this that line there is called a trend line and essentially there's two basic types of trading cyclical meaning that you're predicting or guessing as best as you can that something's turning around and trying to get in before it turns around and then there's trending the problem with cyclical is the runs are short it can reverse a lot quicker than you anticipated or that might have been the wrong guess and it's difficult what's much more profitable based on historical valuation is following a trend so that's not guessing a trend it's following one so when the trend is over in this case we've got this green line cutting across you would get out when the stock price is on the wrong side of the trend line so this green candle means that the price opened at the bottom uh, at that moment in that time frame it went all the way up to where the little thin line goes and then the price moved back down to the top of that green box and so then the next moment in time and time frames we'll talk about a little bit it opened at this price moved all the way down to the thin line moved all the way up again to the thin line and then again finished in that time price in that time moment at that closing price and there's things that you'll start to see in charts that happen again and again you can see that there's decent sized bodies these are called the uh, green part not the tails and then there's smaller ones and as it starts getting smaller that's telling you that people aren't as anxious to buy the stock anymore so it might pause or it might reverse on you in this case it paused for a bit and then it started reversing so there's clues that you'll get to see and that's the feel of the market and uh, here's the thing is if you get to practice and practice and practice then you'll get good at this that's just normal for pretty much every endeavor it doesn't matter whether it's piano lessons or anything it just takes time so you'll have lots of time to practice and then see a lot of these things and there's a lot of videos so we want to actually make trading boring for us because there's other parts of our lives that we want to be more exciting and enjoyable and this is something Scott says quite often when he's uh, leading these things with me in webinars and such uh, he's just out of town today he's joining us from uh, long distance so the point about this is that you want to enjoy your life and if you can get a good income happening within an hour and a half so there's a little bit of prep work before the market opens so that'd be about a half hour so uh, luckily those of us that are from New York area you don't have to get up at six in the morning you can just be at the uh, computer at 9 a.m. and the market opens at 9:30, and uh, usually within the first hour and a half of that market time meaning that by 11 Eastern all the best moves are usually done now there still are good moves in the market that you can get uh, alerted on with the system but the best ones are all happening in what we call the morning blast there's a lot of volume and it's been this way for a long time there is also trading opportunities at the end of the day but we don't recommend them and we'll cover more of the details about that why so you can make your own decisions about that but this is basically it uh, this system has uh, a tracking of 5,500 stocks roughly of those the computer sits 
overnight and figures out which are the best 40 or 50 of those to trade. It makes it on a short list and that's what we're seeing here. I'm going to hide some of the other windows for a moment. And uh, you can see, and I'm going to get rid of actually the alert bar as well. And so here on this main list, this is the list of stocks. And it's got markers on there, reds and greens and, you know, some things that are brown. There's a lot of training on what all that means and how to look at it. The, and there's some icons here like, a, you know, red arrows, green arrows, and something that looks like a slope going down and a slope going up and thin arrows. Those are being explained in the videos and uh, in the tr training webinars like we get on Monday nights. We're not going to really explain all that, but there's some really basic stuff that it doesn't have to be complicated. It can actually be very simple. If you're seeing things moving up and things moving down because there's a mixture of red and green on the screen, and I'm going to hide some of the columns here, that means that the overall market hasn't made up its mind in which way it's going to go. And right there, based on one of the simple rules, if the overall market is unclear which way to go, you're at higher risk, lower reward, and that's not like the best trading opportunities. We want higher probabilities so that when you get involved with the stock that it's going to run longer. So if it's got a mixture of red-green, red-green, that's not good. Now what I'm going to do is this chart here is we call the basket. It basically has an aggregation of all the stocks that's being tracked and giving you an idea of which way they're going. I'm going to turn off some of the indicators so that it looks a little simpler. And what we're going to do, and this is part of the replay, is we're just going to move forward in time to noon Eastern and get an idea of where the market was and what it did. And uh, here we can see that, I'm going to make that chart bigger, that the market was a little undecided. It started going down, then it really went down, and then it sort of finished going down, and then it started heading up. And if you didn't have the background behind, you could see that just as uh, somebody who is like 10 years old, if you ask them, well, what do you think is happening here? Oh, well, here it looks like it's going down, and here it looks like it's going up. There's a lot of easy ways to look at that. You can see the number of green, where the mouse is here, candles. And then, you know, you can see red and green in the middle here. And here you've got more red than green. There's a lot of ways to do that without complicated software. But the idea is the software is meant to make it easier for you. It's doing a, a bunch of math in the background to give you an idea. And these little blue X's are telling you to get out, that things are uncertain. There's also a get out of half, which is to say that you want to reduce your risk because at this point it's stopped trending and becoming a bit cyclical or undecided. So there are going to be times when there's small losses. This is something that the masters from 100 years ago said, you know, that's going to happen. So get comfortable with that because that's the nature of this business. And uh, that's why you want to be able to practice. Anyways, there's some uh, people that have been on board for a while that are joining us tonight, and I promised them I would show them some of the new things that we've been adding. Uh, we do this from time to time just to make the system a little better. There's a lot of different strategies that you can make money with, and we're not going to cover hardly any of that today. We're just going to give you an overview. But here, I'm just going to mention that the stock in this particular one gapped overnight. So I'm going to go talk about that because that's why swing trading can be dangerous. So this chart here is for that stock and last night using the day that we're playing with here, uh, this would actually be the day before, it showed that this stock closed near a new 20-day high. Overnight the stock was and before the market opened for the public there were some people trading because they're allowed to do that 
some shares. Now, it's not high volume, but there was trading happening, and so the stock opened up this morning well above, $5 above yesterday's close. Well, that's a big move. In this case, you would have expected to make money going upwards in a green move. But if you had tried to predict something without looking at this chart and understanding which way it's going, you could have lost money too, because gaps can go either way. And that's why swing trading can be a little bit dangerous. It's not recommended until you have experience, because you can't get out of your position. So it's better to start with practicing on day trading. After you get good at day trading, then you might want to move to swing trading. So we're going to just uh, show you that there's a lot of different charting things available here. But the real cool part is, is that when you get good at charts, and we have a couple of them on, on the, the webinar here tonight, that people that have uh, really studied charts and are getting very good at it, you'll know that it's any time frame, they all look about the same. You get good at reading them. So unless you're dealing with the very tiny or the very large time frames, it doesn't matter whether it's a weekly chart or a daily chart. So this is a weekly chart being shown here. There's a daily chart on the top half of the screen. And so I'm going to hide these right now because we don't actually need to see them. But there's these things are all giving us information about which way the stock's going to go and what we can do with it. So I'm going to stop with that and mention that there are two time frames that we deal with in the day trader. So we've got a shorter one and a longer one. The longer one is about three times more minutes in a candle. And here you can see there's two of them. This top one, I'm going to hide the list here. This top chart is three minutes per candle, and this middle chart has nine minutes per candle, and the bottom one is the basket representing all 43 stocks for this particular day. And there's reasons why you would want to look at them. I'm going to just go to the end of the day here and give you an idea of why. You'll notice by practicing that some of the best moves are spotted when you've got agreement on the basket, the longer time frame, and the shorter time frame. Those are usually the best moves, but it takes a little bit of getting the feel for it. So you can see here just on this one stock, CMG, that while that candle was being built in the early part of this day, I'm going to put the time up, this would be at 10.15 or 10.09, something like that, it would have said this is good on both time frames and the basket. I'm going to hide the controller here, just get it off screen and get rid of this window for a moment. So when things are agreeing, like the overall market is moving down, it's pretty safe to get almost any stock and you'd make good money. Now those moments don't happen all that often, but they do happen. And this is where the trading practice is a big help. So some of the things that we added this week and are not quite finished yet, um, I just want to do a little demo for people, is, and I'm going to hide these other charts for a moment, is in the morning there's a lot of stuff going on. So I'm going to move this the chart to the first few minutes of the day. There's a lot of activity in the morning. The problem is you want to be able to find the best running stocks. Well, how do you do that when there's so much going on? Well, with the replay you can go do some examination. But here, we're just going to move forward a bit on these three stocks. We'll automatically these three charts will automatically show you the top three on however you're sorting. So in this case, I'm sorting by a thing called OP percent. We'll explain more of that another day, but this is just an introductory. But I want to show you that there's lots of different tools here, and this is going to be something you can hide or show. So I'm going to move forward one minute, and it puts different stocks on the board. It's just a quick convenience to say, hey, these are the best right now, and you should look at these three. And so right now it's open, SLB, and APKT. They look to be moving. Now, the top one, open, is questionable, 
the one in the middle, SLB, and this comes with trading experience, has already been moving for a while and it might be a little late to get into it, but it's looking pretty good. So if I want to, I can open up another window and track that separately. Now I have two monitors that are fairly large, larger than what you're viewing here, and that's the kind of thing that you'll need when you're day trading because it's information and it's presented visually. So I'm just going to leave that one there so I, I can say, hey, I want to watch how that one does. And I'm going to move forward another minute. And so you can see that SLB has now moved to the top window, which means it's the favorite based on one type of uh, viewing of things. So I'm going to move forward another minute, and it looks like SLB might be a good stock to trade. it's still moving down. Now, some other stock is getting hot attention because it looks like SLB is old news. We don't care about old news. Either we got in it or not. So here's what it looks like with the trend line turned on with SLB. Now, this trend line isn't drawn perfectly on this one, and that happens from time to time. But you can see that you're getting a half color happening which if you hover over this arrow says it's okay but the downward pressure is weakening which means you should probably get out of it soon we're going to move forward another minute and you can see these little warning flags and things like that that get explained later it says things are moving the wrong way and you can see now you got some green candles and you were hoping to make money on the red side so that one would be a good one to get out of and it will take a while to get used to these things but it's all learnable stuff. So there's that kind of view, and, and you can see like now Soho, S-O-H-U, is now jumping to the top here to get attention. And then there's something else to get attention. So it's bringing these things forward for you so that you don't have to click on what your top sorting order is. And so if there's one like we did with SLB, it was a good short run. What we're actually looking for is longer runs. And so I'll have to explain a little bit more so that you get an idea. If you got any questions, just go ahead and type them in. The, what I want to show you at this moment is now sorting by the rank column. So we're going to go back in time to 9.36. So this is six minutes after the market is opened. And at this moment, EOG looks like a good pick. CRM, if you get good at candlesticks and we teach that is not as good a pick but you've also got PVH looks like it's going to be good now there's some more filtering that you have to do to say well is this one actually going to run or not I'm not going to get into all that but the top pick was EOG but you see the market overall markets moving down and that's what that big red arrow is so at this point SOHU looks to be one of the better picks Apple's already been running down for a while, so you would have actually seen this at 9.35 as being one of the top picks. So it takes a little bit of experience to figure out which is the which is the best. But I'm going to say, let's go look at SOHU, and we already looked at that. Here you've got that stock on two different time frames. So it is bringing these things to your attention, and you may or may not make money on them, but at least you're being alerted very quickly about which ones are available. In this case, the trend line was telling you to get out of that one, and then it stopped making you money. So you might have broken even, lost a little, gained a little on that one. That's okay. What we're really looking for is to hang around for the ones that are going to run a long time. That's the whole purpose of the software. So what we're going to do is we're going to see what other picks it comes up with in a hot list in the morning blast. So it does move around a bit. So here, MOS, that one's looking really good. Now, I haven't cheated to say, oh, you know, pick this day. I haven't looked at the day yet. So I don't know what's going to happen. So for me, this is just as uh, unknown as you. But I know that that looks good and the rules are it broke out of the pre-market box and that's looking bad now and it hasn't told us to get out 
I'm just moving forward here in time. I got MOS here. I'm going to bring that to the front so you can see it. So on this time frame, oops, the longer time frame, that stock is looking all right. On the shorter time frame, it was already telling you to get out. So that's pretty much the way it is with the software. And it was a good idea to get out because you can see here that it was going the other way. And if you would have hung on, which is what a lot of people do as a mistake, you would have lost money. And you can see it's going the other way pretty strongly. So you would have had a signal to get into that one. And you could have made a few dollars, perhaps, and get out. And that's really it. And using the 10-year-old uh, kind of view here, even if you didn't have all the fancy stuff, you could see there's a lot of red ones here. And some of the best picks are right here. CMG looks like it's going to run well. And Google, Google's a little bit crazy. You have to get used to some of these stocks. But CMG's looking good. So we'll just move forward in time and see how that one's doing. So you can see how it weakens there at the bottom, and then it turns around and then you're told to get out. And that's pretty much it. Um, do you have any questions? Uh, what is the best time to get in? Um, 9.36 is pretty good. 9.45 can be very good. I'll tell you what one of the worst times to get in is 9.59, 9.58, that kind of time frame. It, uh, and get in, for those of us that are newer, they, uh, that means like to, to buy a, a, a call or put option. Uh, and the reason that 9.58 and up till 10 o'clock is not a good time is quite often the market reverses right at 10 o'clock or a few minutes after 10. So it gets really animated and then runs against pretty hard. What happens around 9.45 quite often is things are testing their position and then you can see if it's actually going to continue or not. And then we're looking for clues that it's going to actually continue on. I didn't show you any really amazing runs on this particular day. This, uh, this market was up, down, up, down. It was not an easy one to make money on. There's other days that is very easy and you can see lots of ones that run really well. So um, there's going to be updates to this uh, software from time to time as we find things that make it simpler and easier to use. The basic Wall Street Genius, I'll just show you a quick thing about that. That's this one and uh, I'm going to bring that to the front. It has things in there like an overall market chart. So this is what the market's been doing lately. I'm going to make that larger. I'm going to turn off the trend lines. But you can see how the trend lines are telling you to get out before it gets painful. And support and resistance is good, and we'll turn that off. But you can see that the market is a bit undecided in the last two, three weeks. It might be going up. It might be going down. It's really hard to tell on a weekly view, and this is a whole year now, this is the same math essentially that you get in the day trader. It's telling you it was probably going down in one part and then it's like, yep, looks like it's going up and a pretty good signal for getting up. And then it tells you to get out before you start losing any money. And then it says, hey, you know what? It's going up again and you might want to get in. So it's the same stuff. The difference is that's fun is if you're not interested in day trading, there are stocks here for the buy and hold world and the Darvis style investing is based on somebody who made a lot of money in the 1950s and he shares all his insides about how he did that and so uh, we're going to show you what the Darvis list looks like it's this and it's the same style of investing you know you're looking for signals that say hey get out here it's, uh, I'm just showing one particular stock. I'm going to, there's daily and weekly charts. So here the trend lines are helping you to stay in or get out. 
but that one really ran up very nicely and then it ran up again which is something that happens for stocks that they'll pause for risk reasons you may want to get out and we'll teach you about well this one from understanding candlesticks and positioning this one you probably probably could have stayed in on because it never went below this large candle it went only to about half of it and then it took off again so you know there's something going on in that sector perhaps and uh, you can make some money that way uh, so here is the sector and you can get a list or you can actually show this cube which will go do a graphical presentation of the top 10 so you can tilt it and do all kinds of fun stuff with it but you can see who the top bottom performer is is this ABAT is done really poorly and who's the top not the bottom but the top performer for the last five days is uh, TRCI they've really jumped up in the last little bit so if you're a long-term investor there's lots of tools for you and if you're a day trader there's great tools for you too and uh, a lot of stuff that we do is all based on statistics stuff that actually works or has a high probability of working there's there's nothing I found that works every time and that's part of the art of being a trader and the reality of it too there's just nothing that works every time so it's really getting comfortable with mm, you know this looks pretty good and that's why you're going to experience small losses and small gains and you shouldn't experience any large losses um, now in the replay you may look like you had a large loss because something reversed quickly well when you're dealing with the live you actually can see that thing progressing against you and you go oh I'll get out of that so here you can see like this uh, MOS stock you are getting clues the get out of half because here the background was half red gets to a lighter shade the arrow changes it's telling you there's a risk of a reversal if we go look at any other stock you'll see the same thing so I'm going to move the the slider here and this is how you do it you just move the slider and it shows you different parts of the day what you then do the idea is that you want to be getting good at spotting the moves and how you train for that is you search you sort by the high ranged overranged moves and then you can say hey okay uh, MasterCard had a real strong move at this particular time of day I got a notice on both time frames and maybe I should have stayed in and uh, that one was a great move so what was the clues that happened there and sometimes it won't have a clue that is a good rule and that's another thing you get comfortable with is I will not get every good move and I won't get in the, at the very front of it and I hope not you know I don't think I'll ever get out at the very end of it sometimes I'll get out just after the thing is turned around or just before it's turned around well that's okay but you can't get the maximum price and that's part of the training that's really important because our, our education in this society is, is to make the absolute most you know go for the the, the total thing well that isn't always available so getting comfortable with the truth of it is is that you're going to make money and then other times you uh, will make great money and then other times you'll lose a little bit so that's the uh, yeah the greed and the fear aspects which have nothing to do with the software and has everything to do with us so you'll have two different traders sitting in front of the same machine doing exactly the same looking at the same stock and one will make money with it and the other one won't and it's got nothing to do with the software it's got everything to do with their perspective that's uh, technical and emotional so there's a small group of people that make money consistently in the stocks and the options but the majority doesn't have tools to do the training or they overlook the importance of the fear greed emotional aspects and one of the things we will say often is you don't affect the market you make no difference on the market if the market's going to go up it's going up hope worry all that other stuff makes no difference it's it's like you know yelling at the car I want you to start and it doesn't want to start it's just not going to happen unless you do something to it well if you have no effect on the market it's actually silly and it's good to know that that 
our emotional things that we toss at it are going to influence it. It makes no difference. So what's the point of doing that? So one of the things I want to mention before we go too far is how do you know it's a junky time to trade? You all, every system you have that is good, and uh, I have a friend who looked at 300 Forex robots, Forex Exchange automated software. All 300 of them lost money if they were used for a long enough period of time. They don't have junk filters. You need to have a junk filter. The best junk filter you can get are simple rules, and I'm going to show you one right now. I'm going to turn off trend lines, and I'm going to turn off the signal, and here at the bottom of the screen you've got, there's this faint blue line, and there's this squiggly brown line. The squiggly blue uh, the, the, the thin blue line is telling you what the average volume is for all the stocks overall. And it's telling us, for those that know how to read it, that at this time here when the brown line, which is the actual volume versus the average, when it falls below that, that means that the market may or may move, but it's going to be a little less predictable and perhaps a little more random. But when you get these volume moves, that's usually when the market moves also. When there's higher volume, it usually takes off. And you can see here a volume spike and the stock market moved down. And here at the end of the day, the volume was high. Sometimes it doesn't move a lot, but often you get a bit of a jump. What happens at the end of the day is a lot of people are getting in and out of positions for swing trading and day trading and so forth. It's kind of like the opening of the market, except it has a different kind of behavior for different reasons. Anyways, the opening of the market, there's a lot of people placing orders and day traders are getting in, but long-term uh, stock market uh, holders are getting in and out of things because they've heard some news about some particular thing. So there's a lot of orders being filled. And you get institutional buyers that are you know, doing the same thing as individual investors. They're buying or selling stocks. So the beginning of the day has a lot of volume. The end of the day has sometimes as much volume. And in the middle of the day, sometimes, well, most of the time, it's very quiet. So statistically, the stock market almost doesn't move at all after 1 o'clock. And you can see here on this one chart, it's pretty flat. If I put up my support and resistance lines, you can see here just from this point, it didn't even break hardly above that. And that's pretty typical. And the only reason we know all that is we've got statistics and we've looked at a bunch of charts. So knowing the behavior helps us figure out what to expect and then what to do. Because, for example, if a stock only moves $2 a day, I'd be silly to hang into that stock if it's already moved to $2.5. I shouldn't be holding that. I should get out of all of it or half of it if it's still moving. But that's just, you know, comes with sensible... And the old masters tell the same kind of thing. They don't talk about that one, that rule, but they talk about other rules, about getting um, lots of practice and the kinds of things you're running to emotionally. So um, let's go look at a couple stocks. Here you can see there was this big volume spike, which is the brown, and that stock moved down pretty strongly. This uh, blue line is what we call the pre-market box. That's the trading range before the day began. The stock moved up fairly nicely, but you see it didn't stay up there all day. It went up, went sideways, and then drifted down. And this is why predicting how the stock is going to be all day is difficult. And there's guides and clues for that. So this stock did really well, CRM. And if I turn on the signal system, it says... Um, I should have got in. You would have made money. On the longer time frame, it says you should actually, if you're using that, and there's a reason why you would and wouldn't, and we explain that, you would have stayed into that thing for a lot longer. You probably should have got out here because it was looking like it was reversing. But you could have got back in and made good money. So that's the system, and it just takes time to get used to it. Any other comments or questions? So uh, Keith is on the line and uh, Don as well. Keith has been, I think, trading now for about a year and a bit, year and a half or something like that. And uh, 
he we didn't have the replay system back then when he started. He started with an older version of a software that didn't include this practice ability. And uh, uh, I've got another fellow who's uh, right now flying, uh, and he wanted to be on the webinar, but he's been at it for a shorter period of time. Uh, but he's very committed. Uh, not that Keith isn't. I know Keith is, but. Commitment level makes a big difference in how fast people get to success, and that's also in a book that I picked up from about mm, ten years ago, and it talks about uh, different stages of uh, his own development, the author's development, and it's saying the, the same stuff, which is what's really good. And what we're doing is we're condensing all the stuff that different people have in our own experiences and the statistical results to say, you know what? These are the, the, the ten things you need to know. You learn all these ten things, and ten is just a rough number. Uh, you could probably be successful. And if you've learned all ten things and you're not successful, that's okay. Then you, for very cheap, have figured out that this isn't your thing, and that's okay. But there's a few people that are starting to see success. And I think we're, as a... Uh, what Scott and I are doing is uh, we like to call it internally the Day Trader Success College because we're giving you everything that works and we're telling you all the stuff that doesn't work and you can practice it for yourself. So some of the things that you got to know is that volume is a big item. You've seen that on a few charts. This stock in particular, CRM, you can see the spikes in volume a couple times. I'm going to make that chart bigger. I'm going to hide the signal for convenience. You can see there was a spike in volume here, and then the thing moved up, and then there was more volume and more volume. But this spike in volume here with the red candle is giving you the clue that, you know what, it's probably over. But if you had trend lines turned on, the trend line told you too. So you don't have to do all the thinking. It'll help you out with that. But you'll want to get good at these other things where it's like you know volume and the things going the wrong way and what to do with all that it doesn't take that long to learn all these things now here's other stocks with just trend lines turned on you can see how well the trend line is calling the move even though the signal may not even be there you could actually have nothing else but trend lines I'll hide volume I'll hide time and well there you are now there's some dead moves here on this one stock where the slope is okay then you'd get out but then the slope is really weak you wouldn't want to get into that because it and it's telling you early right here that that slope is weak and it's not a good move you don't want to get into that here's another one where the slope is weak and if you did get in because you were thinking okay well it didn't draw it right it, it didn't really do very much here you had a better slope and a better run. Weak slope, not much money. Slightly better slope, slightly better slope again, and it ran down. So this is what training does and practice does. But look at the slope on the beginning part of the day. That was a great slope. If we look at the volume, the volume wasn't a clue. You had good volume all day long on this stock. When you have a stock that has good volume all day long, usually it runs all day long and runs uh, longer than it normally would. And this is one of our uh, very basic rules. We only have about eight rules or something that you got to learn. So um, randomly, let's just uh, pick another stock here, Amazon. How did Amazon do today? There's your trend lines. So you would have to get in and out and in and out. But if you did get in, and it told you to stay in, you could have made some good money. So it's pretty simple. Uh, our biggest problems as human beings is we overcomplicate it by trying to maximize our, our uh, money. We get greedy and we go, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that's the emotional aspect. It's like if all you do is you just find a stock that has uh, a nice rhythm to it, you can make great money. So here, here's some stocks that didn't move very much today. I'm just picking on this guy. Um, it only moved two-thirds of its normal movement. Well, that's pretty messy. I'm going to turn off trend lines for a moment so you can just see it a little better. And I'll turn off volume. 
it did have some moves and you can see this waving pattern those are just drive people nuts because then you get in you get out you get in you get out well there's a clue here called high crossovers that is telling you that this stock just isn't that fabulous today but if we look at the volume the volume was up it was up and then all this other stuff where it was junky the volume was low so that's like a great clue to stay out of it even if the system said hey you know I think this thing's running down like in this middle part right here it's running down it's like well the volume's low it's probably not really going to do anything if we look at some other stock uh, let's try Goldman, we haven't looked at that one it had a, a spike and volume spikes be happen at the beginning and the end of a move well we've already had a move and then you had a volume spike that's pretty well the end of it you could stay in a little longer and watch for it but let's turn on trend lines trend line says get out and we haven't even turned on the signal system but here's the signal system it's telling it when to get in it's telling you to get out of half and then the blue X tells you to get out of all of it and you can zoom into these things so if you're looking at the end of the day and you wanna here's that same timeline let me just uh, put on time frame so so this is at 12.30 so I'm gonna zoom in and scroll back and here's the 12.30 run so it's one right here so it's telling you to get in the trend line is not that great like on slope and then the system's telling you well you should get out of half because things are weak and there's your exit and the trend line is calling at around the same time and one of the rules is one of the basic rules is if this upper chart is telling you to get in but the lower chart is telling you to go or stay in the other direction skip it they don't agree it's probably a junky move and it was it was a short grain another short grain another short grain and this red down here told you to stay out so um, that's about it we're kind of out of time for today uh, alright well thanks everybody for joining us and uh, I, I hope this was uh, informative for you